No music, no life. Hi, I'm Willie Price. Welcome to the podcast for the fans of music, the players, the bands, the musicians, the artists, all of us together, preaching the eternal truths through sound and stories. We can listen, learn and be as one. Let's give the people what they want. The eternal flame. The music. Your music. No music, no life. Hello. Welcome to No Music, No Life. Welcome to episode one. I must admit this morning I'm a little concerned. I uh, haven't had my favourite coffee. been running around doing all that I need to do <laughs> in our everyday lives. I'm looking forward to playing a bit of music today, but I'm yet to have my coffee. So after today's podcast, I'll rip in. I do seem to enjoy uh, like a iced coffee or a affogato, so a bit of hot shot of my favourite coffee, espresso, straight over a beautiful lump of vanilla ice cream. I know, indulgent, but keeps me moving. I want to say welcome to episode one. I'm Willie Price and I'm really looking forward to speaking to people about the power of music. One of the things I've noticed in my life since being a young lad learning how to play the guitar in the neighbourhood was that there's many great musicians have mastered music sitting on a hard drive, written in a songwriting book. All of these great pieces of creativity sitting there doing nothing. And I want to spread the word that nowadays, because the game has changed, if we look at a long-term game, every part of the creativity, everything that we create in music, we can turn it into something long-term for our lives, like our legacy. And for me, my music journey began, you know, I used to live out in the desert when I was a child, middle of Australia, and I used to go to my music teacher's place, uh, Chris Buck, and he used to have a, a band doing like, uh, I think it was the Bushwhackers, they used to do um, everything from Irish to pop and country and folk. And we used to go into his beautiful home, it was, it was temperature controlled and all these beautiful mu- um, musical instruments and he'd teach you and tune your guitar. Back then in the day when a tuner was $600 at best and quite tech, you know, it's probably half the size or a size of a A5 book. And so we couldn't afford that so I'd go to my lessons, get tuned. As soon as I'd walk outside in the 40 degree heat, the guitar would untune. So I'd spend the week practicing my guitar with an untuned guitar, <laughs> that was untuned. So you'd go back to the lesson and say, well, I did all the hand movements, uh, but you know, there was really uh, no ability to build uh, by ear. So I did that probably, probably six months worth and put, sort of put it aside. I've always, instruments are something I've always been in our house, but for myself, if I couldn't master the guitar or afford a tuner, I'd either just spend time with the guitar or just go and ride my push bike. So fast forward a few years, married, settled down, 
enjoy my live music. I must admit I can't get enough of live music, uh, although the last decade raising a family meant that I have to be quite selective. And if anything, there came a point with the music where I wasn't giving myself permission to get back into it. And I had to have that chat just to let my partner know that, well, that's what I'd like to do for the rest of my life is to get further and further back into the vocation of music and really turn my life in that way. And with that, I want to try and work out why all these musicians, I mean, in every street in my town, there is a great musician. And every once in a while, you'll hear someone say, well, that music's just for me. I don't like the game or the game isn't what I thought it would be or what it used to be. And I found, found myself thinking, no, you've got, to, you've got to play your part in the world. And if it's just releasing one song every 30 days, if it's just getting that old music and putting it out there, I mean, the technology here now, you could influence someone in some way, just that one person. And if it means they pick up a guitar instead of a weapon, you know, if they play in a band instead of going to war, like there's power in using that information to get ahead for others, really. It might be something you think is not good enough, but there's someone out there that's going to be inspired. And I want to give you a quick example. Two years ago, my wife forever listening to me talk about not committing to my guitar, not really going down that, you know, always doing what you have to do in life instead of what's important. And uh, she bought me a guitar for Christmas and about 20 songs fell out. So, so they were, you know, ready to pop and I went to a local bloke down in Palm Beach who taught me, gave me six lessons on the modes of guitar and majors and minors. And about 20 songs fell out. So my mate had a studio in his garage. I recorded them all. They're sitting somewhere, see, but not mastered. But just to show that you can do a work rate. We put a lot of work into it. I invited other musicians and friends. Got something together. You know, it's probably sitting on the hard drive of the, of the car. And we play it every once in a while. And in his tetrabyte of music, he had a gentleman that I met who could build and play guitars. He was an absolute freak. Him and his band had 76 fully mastered songs in the ilk of like Van Halen and Foo Fighters. He could touch, but all originals. And he used to hand make his guitars and then uh, on the Saturday night, bring out his new guitar that he's made and then basically uh, set the world alight. But he'd come to a point, he was like, well, we've missed our opportunity we haven't been signed, I'm going to have children and settle down. Now they're world-class songs sitting in someone's boat shed or the studio next to his boat shed out in the bush. And my concern is, is that there's, there's this sort of uh, mindset that he's missed his day. I mean, ultimately, even through legislation, the music business has changed. Like in the old days, if you got signed 20 years ago, 20 to 30 years ago, you'd be giving $150,000 and told to produce your, your music, your videos, get everything started for your launch of your career. Nowadays, to get signed, you will have to show that you are 
an artist who hones their craft, who can publish. Because nowadays it seems that all the money now isn't like in a record company. It's like it was 100 years ago. Money comes through the publishing. And when you think of yourself as an artist, remember you're actually in today's world now, just like any normal business has to embrace new media, what it means for you as an artist is you're not just a musician. You are probably an easier way to get your mindset to go that next level, to move your creativity and your music forward is to realise that you're a publisher. And that's where your value over time will increase. So when you go to get signed, if that is your goal, if that's an important part of your status, and I'll touch on that on another uh, podcast, the reality is they will want to know that you've at least developed a level of publishing which would be equal to like them pumping $150,000 into your career, which they would have done over 20 years ago. So if you're a publisher, you've got to have patterns of when you turn up. It's like me doing this podcast. How much will I believe in this to do it week in, week out? So it's the same with your music. What do you do each week to connect to your fans? How do you treat your fans? How do you use new media to promote, develop pressure? Give what your fans, give them what they want. And it's your music. So these relationships that you've got to build will be very important if you are to master your career and accept the fact that you're a publisher. And where's the long-term power in that? Is many artists now that we pay ridiculous amounts of money to see in their retirement years, a lot of their back catalogue now is now giving them money. We think back in the 70s and 80s and 90s that, oh, the money was so great. A lot of them after, they, had, they would have to do several albums to pay back, you know, that million dollar uh, check to start their career. So they, the power in their career is holding on to those publishing rights. And recently, there's a local band I like to go see. Uh, they, their singer-songwriter in the band got signed. The rest of the band have to go to work. And I noticed that one of the important steps in their singer-songwriter journey was the status of being signed. Now, she had to surrender publishing rights. So when you think about your career, you're gonna, there's a fair chance in today's world that you may make it to 90 years old. I reckon that'd be a great innings. But even if you made it to 70, if you put in 20 years of work, structured it properly, it would cost you a cup of coffee in, in expenses a day, and over that 20 years, you create a legacy. And either it's for what you want to do. And when you look back on your life, it's going to clearly address even the simplest emotion like regret. So don't leave that music unplayed. Try and work out a way where you can publish. And if you can't afford Mastered, publish and build an audience from there, but there, there's other issues that go with that, like copywriting and things like that. But we'll do that in further podcasts. 
So, so on that note, I want us to commit to please play some music today. Now, when I get busy doing what I have to do, I, I, I've been known to uh, try and work out a way to play my guitar. So I hide my favourite guitar under my work desk and I play it because sometimes you've got to be sort of busy doing what's important uh, instead of always uh, doing what's expedient. So hide your instrument somewhere at work, in the garage, in the car. If you can do it, uh, you know, write on your phone, write some lyric, even if it's two lines, and get home and put it in your songwriting book. Try and keep music near you in your busy life. I don't know, do you put it in the garden shed so when you go out to do some gardening, you can quickly do a few minutes. Do you stick it under your, another one under your bed in the attic? Um, do you work out how you can have it in your work life so that eventually over time as you learn to publish and you're maintaining the habit that there's a chance that your vocation can become your occupation. I want you to commit to play at least one song a day. That's like two to five minutes a day. An original or a cover. If, if you get a ride or in an autonomous car, you know, or you're riding a bus, a train, or you're walking to work, play, play, play. So the world needs your music today. So imagine who you will meet if you play your music today. So your life is important. Keep music alive, keep playing, and remember to stay alive. Let's give the fans what they want, your music. Hope you have a great day. This is Will Price. Thank you for supporting me on episode one of No Music, No Life.